Now, we are talking about how sometimes we get stuck in a state of spiritual pregnancy and have difficulty giving birth, and that is uh, when we can't get either the ideas that we meditate in our mind, we can't bring them down through our neck into our heart. There's a blockage and it's not coming out and coming down. And similarly with uh, with uh, like a spiritual birth that uh, something is stuck in a concealed state and can't come down to be revealed. So what brings it out? So it's Chachma of Torah, in particular Torah that when we learn Torah, the written Torah, so we're calling out uh, to Hashem and, and revealing Hashem. Now, in Chachma, we just have <coughs> the flash of the idea. And it, in therefore, in Tarashivach Sav, what's important is the exact letters, but they're not developed or explained. And therefore, we stay with just the, the letters with of Torah, and we don't expand on it. Whereas with Tarashivach Peh, with the oral Torah, there's always constant expansion. So with the written Torah, there's the letters, and each one is just a letter on one hand. But on the other hand, each one represents a lot that... Uh, the Yud represents concealment of light. The Vav represents a downward flow of Hashem's light. And most of the letters are made up of these Yuds and Vavs, like Aleph is Yud at the top, Vav in the middle and Yud at the bottom represents Chachma at the top, a Vav bringing Hashem's light down, and then another Chachma at the bottom, which is the practical Chachma, Chachma within Malchus. And that Chachma within Malchus is Tereshvalpeh, the oral Torah, whereas the Chachma at the top of the Aleph is the written Torah. And we find other letters like a gimel is the, the giver, it's got a vav going down, and then at the bottom a yod, which is the core of what it's giving over. Then we have dalad, which is the receiver, and uh, each letter has its own content. So that's all the way it is in Tarashivach Sav. In Tarashivach Sav, uh, it's uh, hard to see beyond the garment of the over the Torah. So we read stories about Lavan and all the different characters and Bilam. But what is the meaning? The kings of Esau, eight kings before the Jewish people have their first king. What's the meaning? We only get the garment, the basic storyline. The body of Torah is the halachas. But then what about the soul of Torah and the soul of the soul, the spiritual side and the depth of Torah? So that could be difficult to get, but we know it's there. And the strangeness of the stories and why with the kings of Esau, some of them it mentions the city that they from which they reigned are the once it doesn't mention the city, with the last one it mentions his wife as well, it's very hard to understand unless we break through into the mysteries of uh, how Kabbalah explains the Sukkim there. So because Tereshi Sav is always wrapped in mysteries, therefore we can't add anything. It's just these exact letters. Whereas Tereshi we understand and we develop and, and it's constantly growing. And uh, in that way, it's like uh, the mother, Tereshavah is the mother that develops the baby, whereas uh, Tereshavah Sav is the written Torah. It's just the initiation, and then that's it. The development's all with, with Tereshavah Peh. And therefore, Tereshavah Peh is connected to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Tzvi. One of the meanings of that, the land of the deer. And the Gemara says that the deer, once you take off the skin, you can never put it back. So it's similar to uh, Tereshavah Peh, which has so much... Uh, depth and details, and once so, once you you've taken off the skin, so you can't put it back. Meaning that it's uh, you can never fit it back into its uh, box, so to speak. It's always it's always too big, and that's the quality of bin as opposed to chachma. Uh, and bina can do this because of bina's source in the kaitzisha yod, the crown above the yod, which is keser, and therefore it's uh, capable of developing a lot further than what chachma can.
Now, the other feminine sphere besides Bina is Malchus. And Malchus, Teresh is connected to both Bina and especially to Malchus. Like it says in Pasach Liyol, that Malchus is Peh Teresh Allah. Now we call it the Peh Teresh the mouth of Teresh uh, Malchus is different from all other spheres. That with all other spheres, the uh, Kali of the sphere, the vessel, the container of the sphere is basically permanent as it is that's how it stays whereas with malchus it has growth it gets bigger it gets smaller there's always change depending on what malchus is receiving from it uh develops in different ways and um, it doesn't have its own style it's just based on what it receives and therefore it's, it's always different uh and uh malchus also it's on one hand the lowest on the other hand the highest so so malchus has this great uh, ability of change unlike the other spheres that are uh, basically, especially the kalim, the vessels of the other, sphere, of the other spheres are basically uh, uh, permanent. So this is like Tereshwapeh, which is constantly growing in Eretz Yisrael, which is called Eretz Tevar Chava, a broad land, that, that idea of growth. So although when we learn Tereshwapeh, so that brings to Simcha, brings to joy, we're connecting to Hashem and bliss, and revelation that the uh, to give birth spiritually, but the once that happens, even higher level is uh, where uh, where now it's the uh, it's expansive and it's unlimited. It's connect this bin connects to the unlimited. And another advantage is in Torah in the written Torah, you don't know exactly what Hashem wants, and it's specifically in the oral Torah that what Hashem wants becomes clarified to us. Although the oral Torah speaks about physical things, agriculture, business, disputes, etc., so still it comes from a high place. And that's why it says, I'll take you to Eretz Yisrael, Hashem says, to the place, where I lifted my hand, which represents lifting the hand which is below the head, but lifting it above the head. And to the land I promised to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, because Tereshi B'chsav brings us to love and excitement and joy bliss. So that connects to the others that refer that represent the three primary emotions. Whereas Vehevesi, uh, I'll take you to Eretz Yisrael, that represents not the others but uh, the beyond. And like the Maimon said before, represents Moshe, who is just a uh, vessel for Hashem's light to shine through, and therefore is connected to Keser, the crown above the head. And uh, so we we have to go through. Um, that we're sometimes stuck in Egypt where this uh, uh, revelation of Hashem and love of Hashem can't come out. Then the exodus is like the giving birth or like similarly when the he- the intellect can come through to the emotions. And then that causes simcha and that's connected to Teresh which brings to the revelation. But there, and, and then after the birth, then all the other, the, the blood uh, funnels out, which uh, represents all the uh, clipper uh, and all foreign thoughts all coming out. And then we go to Eretz Yisrael, uh, which represents Teresh which is where Hashem can just shine through us. And uh, this process repeats itself every, uh, each day. And uh, therefore, we have uh, each day, we have this opportunity to first have the Yutis Mitzrayim every day. We have to imagine Yutis Mitzrayim and remember Mitzrayim every day. And then not only get out of Egypt, but then get to Eretz Yisrael, get to the expanding lands, the Teresh Vapeh, where we can uh, fulfill and uh, let Hashem's desire and let Hashem's desire, Hashem's Ratzim shine through us.